Well, in your money today, Carolyn Wright finds out a little about what you need to know if you're thinking of setting up as a self-employed professional here. Uh, Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. I'm joined again today by Liam Thomas, who's country head for Hong Kong at Sleek, to discuss some of the most common challenges faced by self-employed professionals here in Hong Kong. Welcome, Liam. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. Now, hopefully today you can help us go through some of these and more importantly, come up with some tips for how to overcome them. Okay. So let's kick off with, I think, a a good starting place, and that's registering your business. What do you need to bear in mind about doing that? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Very, very fun topic and something that we deal with a lot. So there's a couple of basics. So first of all, you need a name. You need a company name. So definitely choose that first. You need to have at least one Hong Kong dollar worth of share capital. So, you know, not a huge amount barrier to entry wise, but it is something that you need. You need to have at least one director and at least one shareholder of the business. Now, one of the benefits of Hong Kong is that you don't need that shareholder or that director to actually be based in Hong Kong. So that's why a lot of people love setting up companies here. And for Sleek and, you know, for a lot of other people, one of the most common growth markets for us is is actually people that are not based in Hong Kong. So we've got a lot of customers who are based in Taiwan or Thailand or Vietnam who have set up digital businesses, they're digital entrepreneurs, especially during COVID when travel was limited. But even if you're based in Thailand, you're sort of living in a villa in Phuket and you want to set up an e-commerce business, you can actually set up a company in Hong Kong. So that's definitely one of the benefits. Those are the main things. And then on top of that, you need to have a company secretary, which can be external. It doesn't need to be actually yourself or someone who you pay as a full-time staff. That's basically what you need to get set up. And are there any pitfalls, any any mistakes people tend to make? I mean, it sounds relatively simple. Mm. The biggest pitfall that we find is, and this is people that come to us who have said, like, I tried doing it myself. And I just sunk so much time into it and it burnt up time that I could have been spent actually building my business, but it also just sucked some of the passion out of it as well. So I think a lot of people, I don't know if you've ever seen that chart where someone sort of tracks someone's enjoyment while they're starting a business and it starts off really high and then it sort of sinks down into a bit of a trough and then it comes back up again and and there's a bit of a journey to it. And I think when people start off a business, They're really excited about it. You know, they've been thinking about it for a while. It's all about what they're actually going to deliver for customers. And then they start looking at paperwork and they start just getting sucked into that. And we've got a full-time team of people that are literally just setting up companies, going into the system using companies' registry. So it does take time and it is a little bit of a pain. That's the most common pitfall when it comes to actual registration process itself. So don't be afraid to, to ask for some help with yeah, these things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, now, something else that you mentioned that could be quite difficult last time was opening a bank account. Mm. Now, what are your top tips for smoothing that process? What sort of things do people need to know about and have ready? Yeah, okay. So it's very much a local Hong Kong thing or just a, a Hong Kong piece. Something like HSBC, which is obviously the, the most famous bank here. So just to give you some context, they're what you call fully banked, meaning that they have more customers in Hong Kong than there are people living in Hong Kong. <laughs> right. If that makes sense. So <laughs> effectively, every single citizen in Hong Kong has a HSBC account. So 
they have a very different attitude towards competition than let's say in the UK or Australia or the US there's a lot more competition. So it can be really difficult to get what we call a bricks and mortar business bank account. The desire for customers is just at a different level, yeah? So if you're a business and you've just set up, so you've just registered, which is painful from an operational point of view, but relatively easy from a regulatory point of view in Hong Kong, and you go to HSBC, Bank of East Asia, Hang Seng Bank, any bank in Hong Kong, and you say, look, I want to set up a bank account, it's going to be challenging if you don't already have a track record of doing this business. So taking a step back, not recommending anyone, just being completely objective about it. If you are in that position, what the bank will ask you for is to just show some sort of track record, some sort of proof that you have been operating some sort of business activity. So for example, if you're an e-commerce business and you buy products from Shenzhen and you sell them on Amazon in the US, you don't need a company to start doing that. You can just sign up as an individual. So Caroline, you know, I'm not sure what you'd be selling. It could be radio microphones, right? And you, you become an international global shop expert at selling the best radio microphones from mainland China. You yourself, Caroline, you can set up an Amazon seller's account. You don't necessarily need a, a registered business in Hong Kong. So what you can do is you could take your sales history or your transaction history from Amazon. You could download that and you could go into any of the banks and you say, look, like here's my business registration certificate. Here's all the other stuff that you need. Here's some proof of what I have been doing, and that's what I intend to do to use that account. Now, even in that situation, which is relatively niche, another example could be, so there's a lot of consultants in Hong Kong that you could show some sort of invoices or some sort of contractual relationship where you as an individual consultant had with a business that you provided services to, just to validate that proof that you'd received money into your personal bank account, those sort of things are really useful. It becomes really hard, obviously, if you're starting a business and you haven't actually started doing anything yet, right? So that, yeah. that's the main challenge. But that, that would be my advice for any of the listeners is to just try and plan ahead a little bit and just try and show some sort of history of what you've been trying to do. Now, if you're not in that situation, it, it's not completely hopeless and there's definitely options. That's what we call sort of like the fintech layer in Hong Kong. So there's now a lot of providers in Hong Kong which provide what we call digital or virtual bank accounts. In a previous life, at a previous company, you know, I, I spent a lot of time doing that in UK, Australia, Singapore, and Shenzhen. It's effectively exactly the same. So these fintech companies partner with banks and leverage their underlying banking infrastructure to provide products to their clients, but you are signing up with a fintech company. So again, I don't assign any... I'm not saying these in any particular order, just some examples for the listeners. So Airwallex, ZA Bank, World First are just some of the examples of fintech companies which provide bank accounts to businesses. And they can be quite quite useful and the functionality is quite good. So you can get access to sort of multi-currency accounts. Again, the e-commerce examples. So you know, you could be someone in, in Hong Kong who's buying from Shenzhen, selling your radio microphones in the UK. So, you know, these businesses will actually give you a GBP account so that you can do business. And the regulatory standard for those businesses is, is different to a bank. And without boring everyone, the reason is, is that a bank offers a lot more services. So they do credit, they do insurance, 
loans on top of their basic business functionality, whereas these fintech companies, it's just purely a bank account, right? So that means that the regulatory framework is slightly lower and that means that it's easier to get access to one. So if you're a brand new company, you don't necessarily have a track record. You've just set up, you've just registered. You know, those businesses are often someone that we refer our clients to to be able to get going and get started. So sorry for the long-winded response, but... I think that was incredibly comprehensive mm. and actually very useful. So well, thank you. I, I have to thank you very much for Welcome. that. And unfortunately, that was all we've got time for today. So let's come back tomorrow and continue this discussion. Thank you so much to Liam Thomas, Country Head for Hong Kong at Sleek. Some great tips there. Thanks, Carolyn. And thanks.